Hey everybody, welcome back to Naturally Supernatural. Joyce is on air, which is me. And then we got Pastor Tom as well. Hello, Joyce. And Jackie's also in the room for everybody's reference, but you might not hear him. <laughs> but we had an amazing episode last week of talking about relationship with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and what that entails. And so, you know, we ended up diving in as well in terms of the fivefold ministry and the gifts to of Jesus to the church. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of continuing from that, Pastor Tom. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how that there is many gifts, mm. but there's only one body. Mm-hmm. Can mm. you explain to everybody how that works and like, you know, how sometimes some people uh, attach themselves too much to a, a title or a label or a gifting. Mm-hmm. But when I read in First Corinthians 12 verse 12, mm. it talks about how there is many members, but all members are part of one body. Mm-hmm. And as that one body, so is Christ as well. Right, and we learned from First uh, Corinthians twelve about the gift of the Holy Spirit, and you know, you you um, those those gifts were given like way before you even came. Like you know, the Bible says that God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb, in Jeremiah one five, and He already set you apart to prophesy over nations. That mm. means He's already made you holy. To mm. prophesy over nations, so he he already knew you before you even came, like you know you came from him. You are his breath, so he already knew exactly what he put in there, and he was ready to, uh, to to allow you to experience his goodness. Because mm. every time you exercise his gifts, like you know, you and you answer your calling, you're actually experiencing his goodness, mm. and you 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 get to you know in some circles of Pentecostal or or different uh, charismatic circle, mm-hmm. we talk about how, you know, God's glory manifests, right? And so you got, you know, you get to see tangibly, you know, stuff that actually is impossible to explain in the mm-hmm. physical. To give you an example, uh, we just had the Sozo meeting. Um, I, think, I think we have, what, uh, almost... Over a thousand five hundred people yeah, or something like than, that, more than uh, a live. couple thousand people listening online, and many people were healed just listening online, mm. and and we were praying that night, and speaking life into uh, people through the camera, through the internet, <laughs> and then you know God is not bound by time, space, or Place, circumstances, yeah. yeah, and especially you know I was saying in my in my in my sermon that night that uh, he's not. Uh, you know, it's bound by your disease. You know, your mm-hmm. disease, factually, uh, your di- yeah, you may have some condition and this and that, but truthfully, God is greater and yeah. God can heal you, right? Nothing is impossible with God. So that in itself, like, you know, when you talk about gifting, you know, the gifts were already given you. Your calling is, you know, the Bible says your gift and your calling are irrevocable. That means mm. they were given to you before you even came here. And the Holy Spirit is to prompt you and, and lead you for you to express that and to trust in Him to express that. And sometimes, you know, in 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 uh, Christian uh dumb, we, <laughs> we tend to uh say that, oh, so and so has that gift, you know, mm-hmm. let's just call him. But maybe you two have the same gifts. Yeah, that's good to know. So so Unless and until you consult the Holy Spirit and express that gift and express your faith, mm-hmm. right? 
you know, I told you the, the only thing you need to do, the, ex, the only expression of faith you need to do is just believe. Believe that you've been given those gifts. Jesus says, believe that you have and you shall. Uh, believe that you, you know, uh, that, uh, uh, believe that, uh, believe and you, you shall have. Shall. Uh, and so, and, and, and so, uh, it's important to, to, to just believe, like, you know, and, and then to, to start asking the Holy Spirit to show you to lead you yeah. with the prompting of the Holy Spirit, the unction of the Holy Spirit. And He will provide. He will provide situations and and like this uh, Tuesday, for instance, Tuesday night, you know, I've been invited by uh, somebody that, you know, he visited a church many years ago and perhaps only came twice. But now, they have a demonic presence in their house mm. and it's affecting their children. And so, they reach out to me and mm-hmm. Because they knew that I've been given the gifts, uh, some of those gifts, including casting out demons. Yeah. Uh, and so, should I say no, or should I say I'm too busy, mm. or should I say, you oh, know, I have dinner with my friend, or, yeah. or should I say, you know what, Holy Spirit, I'm welcoming you. Mm. That's good. I'm gonna say yes, even though I don't know what the situation is. Yeah. But you're Lord over situations, yeah. every situation, right? So I'm just gonna go and let you lead me, and making way really yeah, for and, Him and, to and move in you. Amen. And and, you. and every time that I I say that I say the yes to the Lord, I see His glory, mm. and His glory can manifest through spiritual, emotional, or physical. Sometimes you see physical healing. Sometimes you see emotional healing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you see people come to the Lord, yeah. and they have spiritual healing. So. That is what excites me. And, you know, there is no backsliding in Christianity if you allow the Holy Spirit to move. Mm. You know, the Holy Spirit will just lead you because He is to testify to Jesus. He is to move and convict, right? And 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 to to convict people of their sins, righteousness, and also judge. Yeah. I think sometimes we forget yeah. that as Christians too, that aspect. There's there's also that aspect. It's not always the, you know, sunflowers and roses, but actually there is also something in turn with that as well. Yeah. Um, so I get really excited when, uh, when you partner up with the Holy Spirit. And I really encourage you, if you haven't done so, you should try. You know, smallest little thing. Like, you know, sometimes you walk in a shop and somebody falls. Mm. Right, and you may land a hand, but the guy is still in pain. pain. Try it and say, "Hey, can I pray for you?" Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as saying, "You know, in the name of Jesus, I command this pain to go." Yeah, right. You have the authority and the power, the all-powerful dunamis of God, in and on you, and He's ready to teach you and reveal to you what gifts you have. Mm. Right, and maybe you go, oh, I prayed, but the healing didn't happen. Yeah. Well, maybe he wants you to exercise the gift of encouragement. Mm. So just because somebody is saying pray, pray, pray like this, mm-hmm. that's mimicking. That's that's you know sometimes you. That's why sometimes healing doesn't happen. Copy paste. Right. <laughs> it, it just doesn't. You know why? Yeah. Because simply, because you're given a different gift. Yeah. You have a different gift. That's you true. you may have a gift of like when you lift a person up, you may see visions, and you may be given the gift of prophecy, to see something. Now, if you're given that gift and and the Lord allows you to see that, you need to release that gift. Mm. 
Because if you don't, you rob them of their blessing. There's something God is about to warn them of something. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if you don't allow that to, to come out of you, you're, you're actually quenching the Holy Spirit. Mm. Right? There's two things the Bible talks about. Quenching the Holy Spirit and... Grieving. Grieving the Holy Spirit. So grieving is, grieving is when you, you don't uphold uh, you know, the morality part of, of, of being a Christian, mm. you know, the godliness, yeah. right? And so a holiness. And you, you, know, you, you, you grieve the Holy Spirit. He's standing mm. beside you. He's always with you. He's with you. He's mm. in you. And you abuse your own body. Yeah. Right? And or you quench. So quench means to put out the fire. Mm. The Holy Spirit is known as the fire. So if he wants to do something and he wants you to partner him and go forth mm-hmm. and and to, to enjoy in the glory of God, to see what God can do, to show you his glorious magnificence and his goodness and his grace and his mercy, and you refuse. Mm-hmm. Or worse, you don't want to listen. Yeah. You just want to talk. And a lot of people sometimes they pray without stopping. Just Lord, help me do this. God, do this. I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm saying once in a while, listen. Mm-hmm. You have another person in the room, the Holy Spirit. He wants to talk too. Right? He wants to give you instruction. So how come yeah. you don't listen? Right. So it's really important to listen. Wait upon him. It's really good that you mentioned too with... Sometimes in scenarios, there's certain circumstances where certain giftings will be highlighted. Mm. You know, sometimes some people, at least, you know, in Christendom where some people are like, oh, they're, they're really known for healing or they're known mm. for prophecy. But mm. quite frankly, there's situations where you'll be delving into different of the different giftings mm. because of what the situa- situation calls for. And I think I know you there's many testimonies you've had mm. where that was the situation. And mm. so was I. Mm. But like. I like that you highlighted that because sometimes we just get so caught up on one title, on mm. one thing, because mm. that's what we're known for. Mm. Where rather than it being Holy Spirit leading you, Holy Spirit guiding you, and mm. actually doing the very assignment that He calls you to do, mm. we we stop in our in our tracks because it's like, mm. oh, I'm not supposed to heal, or I'm not supposed to say this, mm. but you know, dare to decide that, hey, God's leading mm. you to a mm. new path, or mm. not a new path, but a new area or territory mm. that He wants you to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and also just to you know go a little deeper, um, you talk about healing, mm. gift of healing, and then there's specific healing mm-hmm. that you've been given the gifts to to conduct. You know, like uh, for instance, throughout my walk with God, one of the specific healing that God uh, has given me is to heal people with cancer. Mm. So it's very interesting how it happened over and over and over. And God will show you over and over and over. I, I have met a lot of people, countless people, with stage four. Mm. And the first, when they meet me, especially when they're in palliative care, they go, I don't have many days left. Mm. But I believe mm. that if they have that faith of a mustard seed yeah. and they've requested for prayer, that God, our God, our almighty God, the dunamis of God, our Jehovah Rapha, the God that is healer, is about to heal them because they heard the voice of God. That's why they exercise mm. that faith. They express that faith by believing. 
And and so when they believe, and you believe something beautiful is about to happen, and even if they don't believe, sometimes I've prayed over people who who didn't believe, but I believe. Mm, let it be according to our and, faith. Yeah, and 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 they got healed. Like there was wow. a guy that had a, a blind eye at the night market in Richmond. And when he met me, we had a we had a booth there, and we were <laughs> praying over people. And he came in blind in one eye, and I said to him, "I said, you know, can I pray for you?" And he says, "By what authority? Like why? Mm. Who are you? You know, like I said, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus." <laughs> he said, "Well, I don't believe in Jesus. I don't even believe in God." I said to him, "That's okay. I do. Would you like?" To get your right eye healed. healed, and then he goes, "Yes." I say, "Can you remove your glasses?" And he did, and then I prayed over his eye. His eye opened, and then when his eye opened, this funniest thing happened. He says, "Praise God!" He goes, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, hallelujah!" What, a, what an invitation! <laughs> yeah, so I was, I was really. Uh, that's something that God. You see that that joy, mm. like when you when you see that, and when God is operating in that in that, you know, in that. Extreme mercy, I call it. Yeah. It's 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 so good. Like you when you when you see that, it's like oh my goodness, you know how can you backslide? How can you say it's a different joy that that bring that comes with it? Yeah, it's like you take pleasure in it and and seeing somebody you know have that moment with God, mm. where it's like he just got touched. Mm. It's so true. Mm. Like and and even you know you saying that you guys did it at the night market goes mm. to show that. Honestly, like the space doesn't even matter because I find that there's a lot of people in the church that, oh, you have to go to the church or you have to go to the healing rooms of so-and-so, which I'm not, you know, Mm. saying it's a bad thing, but it goes to show that God is working every facet and every moment and even in our workplace and even going to the grocery store, you know, Mm. for myself, I've, I've had moments of encounters where it was at the dentist, you Mm. know, and Mm. every part of my being was telling me, don't pray for that person. What mm. if it doesn't work? Mm. What if, mm. you know, you're going to look like a fool. And, you know, it took a lot out of me, but I was like, you know, Holy Spirit, you got to do what you got to do. Mm. So you, you know, I, I dared to believe. And even with that mm. mustard seed, if you guys haven't seen a mustard seed, mm. it's really, really tiny. But, mm. you know, seeing somebody's thumb get healed instantaneously, you know, mm. will mm. will change things, not just for you, but for that person. Yes, yes. I think the key thing is is found in Mark 16. I forget the exact verse, but he says, Jesus said this to to us. He says, you know, believe that you receive already and you shall have. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important to believe that you receive already. And a lot of times people just want to believe that they have and then they receive. You know, it's like, oh, did you get healed yet? You know, how many percent? You know, like, no, you're healed yeah. in the name of Jesus. You know, Jesus mm. makes people whole. Yeah. He makes you whole, right? Complete. It's like, you know, for instance, in the business world, if there's a fraud, you know, somebody stole your money from your bank and then the bank will make you whole, mm. right? Right? They will, they will, they will reimburse, reimburse the money. the money that was lost. That was lost. Fraudulently, somebody fake signed your check or mm. something. The bank will make you whole. That same mm. word, make you whole. So, you know, that means do the same as before or better. Like you know, yeah. it's like it's either leveling the same yeah. level or you yeah, yeah, it's it's brand new again, right? And so that's why um, you know we we started our our conversation. Yeah, I remember the first episode when you and I talked. We talked about uh, from John chapter three mm-hmm. and how you know you need to be born again. Mm-hmm. 
born again, fresh, anew. Right? And so it's really important to understand that that's how Jesus heals. Yeah. Holistically. Sozo. He heals you holistically. Mm-hmm. That means spiritually, emotionally, and physically. Mm-hmm. Made whole. And You're complete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he also gives a, a caveat. You know, like when he made, um, you know, when you remember that the lady that was charged with adultery and they, mm-hmm. they all threw her at the feet of Jesus yeah. and say, what say you, Rabbi? The law of Moses says we should stone her. Stone her. And I remember Jesus said, well, let the first one without who sin. is without sin throw the first yeah. stone. Well, I start with the young people, they put their stones down. I guess they had less sin. <laughs> 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 I don't know. But, uh, and then the older people put down their stones and, and then they all left. And Jesus asked, oh, so well, neither will I. Yeah. And so, but here's the thing. Jesus said to her, sin no more. Mm-hmm. Sin no more. So, when you're made whole, right, you need to really know that that is an invitation from God to really spend time with Him. Mm. Right? To really not miss the mark anymore. Sin is just missing the mark. Mm -hmm. To really not miss the mark anymore. To really hit the target of knowing that God is with you. Mm. He is with you. Like, he is with you in the most difficult situation if you're listening out there and you're going through a difficult time. Mm. He is with you even now. Yeah. You know, people may say, well, you're an addict. No, you're just going through, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, yeah, a, a tough time. You're not an addict. Okay? Mm. You're going through addiction. But you can come out of that. Yeah. Just like when you're in a storm, you're not the storm. <laughs> right? You're in the True. storm. Yeah. Right? That's a good way to put it as yeah. sometimes we associate ourselves with our habits and stuff when God calls us something else even from the get-go. You know, he knew us before we were in our mother's womb. Exactly. And the enemy wants to hijack your identity. Mm. He wants you to put your identity in that. Come oh, on. I'm an addict. I can't cool. get out of this. I'm this. I'm that. I'm, you know, yeah. whatever. I'm so-and-so. No, you're not. Come on. Right? You're not. You're greater than that. I told you, God knew you before you were formed in mm. your mother's womb. And I think that's the beauty of it, especially when you invite Holy Spirit. That's where the renewing and the transformation begins. Amen. Once you allow him and you, you become intimate with him and begin that process. Just like you know, when we were talking about it last episode, when we invite Holy Spirit, it's mm. a relationship, right? It's a two-way street. Mm. And even thinking about you know our relationships with somebody that we see or somebody that we interact with, if it's a toxic relationship and you stay in it, what what's the ending? Obviously, it's going to mm. be toxic. But mm. if you're in a relationship with Holy Spirit and you allow him to speak to you and you mm. converse with him as well, there's a beautiful exchange that happens that allows you to change you know, the habits or the things that you might have associated yourself with and really become the true identity that God has naturally designed you to be in the ori- originality of the st- whole story of things, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So it, that's, that's one of the things that I... I ponder about and I think about and just really, you know, bask in. It's like, wow, God, you, you really want us. Amen. It's, it's not by chance. There's not, you know, there's no end for me. It's really, you just really want us. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. The more you partner the Holy Spirit, the more you know the mind of God, the more you have heavenly thinking, Mm. right? He's preparing you. Yeah. You're having a heavenly thinking rather than earthly thinking. 
So when you have a heavenly thinking, you think heavenly ways, yeah. godly ways, you're actually bringing heaven down to earth. Mm. So, you know, people actually see, oh, how come this guy thinks differently? Like everybody's mm-hmm. saying, oh, we're finished, we're finished. You say, no, we still are hopeful because yeah. we have Christ. It's like, what? You're against the grain. Like, you must be mad, you know? And I've been told, like, you know, like you've gone crazy when I first was touched <laughs> by God. It's like, wait, you know, no. Heavenly thinking says we have hope. Yes. We have hope in Christ, the hope yes. of glory. And I think that's the thing. It's it's hope. Sometimes when people have lost hope, they've given up everything. Yeah. But in Christ, that it, He is the hope of glory. Yeah. You know. Amen. You just keep your eyes on Him. Sometimes it is difficult, especially with the circumstances that we might be facing. But yes, when you partner up with the Holy Spirit, there's always that voice that encourages you, that empowers you, mm. and just leads you to places where you can find what you're you're looking for in that moment and in that place. Yes. Whether that's a person or, you know, for me, per se, when I was studying, it was knowledge and wisdom. Like, God, how do I balance school with ministry with a personal life? And at some point, I remember I was crying at my table and I'm like, God, I give this to you. Mm. Holy Spirit, let's partner up. If I right. go to the hospitals, let my hands and feet be you. Right. And I remember I had one patient, not a Christian. Mm. The, he was... Uh, he had a brain operation and stuff. Things didn't turn out the way that we had hoped for, but the wife was there and she was always there. Mm. And she, I don't know what it was because obviously I don't have Christian, you know, tattooed on my forehead or anything, Mm. but she came up to me and she asked, she said, are you a Christian? And Mm. I said, yes. And like, Mm. why? Mm. And she, she had asked me, she said, can you pray for my husband? Because Mm. I believe your God can, can heal. Mm. And in that moment, I'm like, how does she know? Mm. And I'm like, Holy Spirit, you're doing something. Yes. And in the, in the beginning, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll keep you in prayers. And then I went on my break and there was something inside of me. Of Obviously, it was Holy Spirit at the time and said, you know better. Yes. You, know, you know what to do, yes. my daughter. Yes. And I was like, darn it, I have to go lay hands. <laughs> but I remember coming back from break and getting mm. back on the unit and going back into that room. And I, mm. I spoke to the wife and I said, is it okay if I pray right now? Right. And she said, yes. And so... As soon as I laid hands on on the husband, of course, I started to weep because mm. in mm. that moment, it's mm. as if I began to feel what the family had was feeling, what mm. he was feeling, and mm. what God was, what God had for him. Mm. So I prayed for him, and the wife came back to me, and she's like, "I really believe that your, your, you know, your God will heal my husband." And I'm like, for a person that doesn't know who, who this God is, mm. but just trusts. Mm. It's amazing. And I know that Holy Spirit in that moment was doing something. I never heard from them afterwards, but he ended up getting discharged mm. home mm. where he was comfortable. So, mm. you know, my prayer and my hope and what I know is that, you know, God was doing, had, had done a work in him mm. and even in the wife. So, you know, don't ever be limited by your environment or your situation. Right. Just really go by the leading because you never know who will be impacted. That's right. That's, that's such a good story. I mean, Joyce, you know, I'm so happy for you and joyful that you actually went back and did that. And and it's not easy being mm-hmm. a nurse and no. to <laughs> suddenly <laughs> shift from uh, science to spirituality. Yeah. Uh, it's not easy. But then there was a request. Yeah. You see how the prompting of the Holy Spirit allows them to request that you pray over them. And so the Holy Spirit wants to teach you and you learn and Mm -hmm. they learn. And, you know, God, you know, when he 
shines his uh, sunshine. He <laughs> shines it on everyone. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's not just on one. Yeah. It's like, oh no, why God? Why? Mm-hmm. You know, why Why do you shine on all those bad people, supposedly bad people? No. Right? I always say don't watch the trailer and mm-hmm. you think you know the whole movie. That is true. God is using us to teach each other a lesson. Yeah. A lesson about his goodness. True. And how he's faithful even through the darkest time, if you're going mm-hmm. through a storm right now, you are not the storm. You're just going through the storm. And then by the time you come out of the storm, you can be storm-proof yeah. and you can teach people and tell people mm. how you did it. Your breakthrough will become other people's breakthroughs. Come on. So, you know, it's really important to hang on to that. Hang on to that. Don't, you know, don't don't let go. And if, you, if you're out there listening and you you feel like, you know, I don't have anyone to turn to, email us. Yeah. Go to naturallysupernatural.life and email us and, and, and ask for help, ask for prayer. Yeah. And we'll reach out to you. And, and it's really important for shows like this. It's not just for us to just talk frivolously. Mm-hmm. No, it's for us to cultivate that relationship with yeah. you too, right? God teaches us to love God and love each other. Mm-hmm. So our, our expression of love is to reach out to you and connect with you. That's awesomeness to note because, you know, as we were talking earlier, mm. we had a Sozo a healing crusade mm. on live stream. Mm. And so we had people email, comment in prayers, and mm. there, we actually have a whole document of these prayers. Um, mm. And so I was just following up on some of them. And one of them actually was prayer for a father who was who has stage four cancer mm. and was in the hospital. And obviously we we're all praying and I was following up yesterday and the update I got was the dad got discharged, no need there for surgery, no need for colonoscopy or anything. Like he's gone home to where his family <laughs> is and it's, you know, totally fine. So if you think that, you know, there's no limitation, honestly. Mm. And, you know, we would love to hear your story as well if, they, if they'd like to share that with us. Yeah, but, we like to hear yeah. that. You know, like to hear... Our, our God is a God of miracles and, mm-hmm. and we like to hear your story too, right? That's so important. Yeah. So like just getting back on that mm. note, Pastor Tom, with, mm. with Holy Spirit and mm. his prompting mm. um, and the fivefold and how it's, it, it is important to have that fivefold with you and especially yes. an apostolic environment to, mm. to be able to delve into those giftings what would you say to people looking for that you know where do they begin you know for me i was fortunate enough to have you know we met (laughs) through Mm. some people right well yeah (laughs) um we've been having like we've been traveling the world and you know god revealed that to me uh, many years ago on his gifts yeah and i feel like you know we should sooner or later have a uh a uh, program where we mm. can actually teach people and they can actually reach out and join us on that uh, program you know, even have a conference or something yeah. to teach about the fivefold ministry and and how it is so essential to equip the saints uh it is essential because a lot of, a lot of times uh how, what we're doing in church right now not that we we intentionally mm-hmm. doing it we just don't know and yeah. and so what we're doing now is you have your pastor in the church and you farm everything to your pastor. Mm. You subcontract everything to your pastor. Pastor, you go pray over this first. Pastor, you go pray over the six. That's going to burn them out. Oh, wait quick. a minute. The pastor <laughs> is supposed to be the gift to equip the saints so that the saints can know what gifts they have yeah. through the prompting of the Holy Spirit. So, 
you know, don't always subcontract everything to your pastor. He, mm. No wonder pastors and evangelists and, and teachers are burnt out today because everybody is just saying, you go do it, you go yeah. do it. Passing like, along the, the task. You know, if you have a factory with 50 people and they keep telling the manager, <laughs> you do it, you do it, you, you, you run around, you drive the forklift, you do this. <laughs> you know, eventually the manager will, will just yeah. be so tired out. And that's the burnout factor that mm-hmm. we see in many, many churches today. Um, uh, not because they, they want to do that, no. it's just that they just don't know yet on how to operate with a five-fold ministry. So I think one day we'll have a, a course and that you should uh, check out our website out, yeah. make sure that you know if, if we have an alert on there saying that we're going to do this, you should join yeah. if you're interested in doing that. So that's, I guess, today's topic. But mm. for everybody who's listening, don't mm. forget to visit our website, mm. www.naturallysupernatural.life. If you want to connect with us, we do have a connect tab. We also have an Instagram, which is at underscore naturally supernatural. And we'd love to hear from you guys. If you guys have any prayers, please share. And we'd love to include you in ours. Anyways, see you guys next time. Thank you, Joyce. Bye.